Hello everybody and welcome back to 100 Years 100 Movies. Today we're going to be talking about the year 1974. 1974 gave us two great Mel Brooks comedies in Blazing Saddles and Young Frankenstein. Um, the proto-slasher Black Christmas. The very uh, influential, very nasty Texas Chainsaw Massacre. And also one of the strangest, uh, I guess, art movies ever. Andy Warhol's Dracula, wherein I think that's the only movie where I've actually seen a character rape somebody to save them. Um, I'll leave it at that. <laughs> the movie that we're actually going to be focusing, though, on is possibly the greatest sequel ever. Um, except for maybe uh, Empire Strikes Back, but that is The Godfather Part Two. Now, as I talked about earlier... Um, when we talked about 1972, The Godfather may be the greatest movie of all time. For some people, um, The Godfather Part Two surpasses the first Godfather. Um, although, I, for me, um, I, re I really miss um, Marlon Brando in this movie. Um, Robert De Niro as, as a young uh, Vito Corleone, though, is, is a great replacement. But um, I think something something's missing with, without... Um, without Marlon Brando in this. So The Godfather Part Two does something interesting in that it tells parallel stories. So part of it is a continuation of the story of Michael and um, how he tries to expand the, the family and possibly tries to make them legitimate, all set to the backdrop of um, the change um, to communism in Cuba, um, as, long as, as well as the um, rise of... of Las Vegas. Um, at the same time, we also have a parallel story with um, Robert De Niro playing Vito Corleone and showing his rise to prominence and the similarities in their rises and how those those things, how um, their stories also diverge. Um, this movie, it's really, it's really great. Um, I know that for TV, the, the this one and the and the first Godfather movie both they were both combined to like this huge ah, shit like six hour long movie, um, because these are long movies are actually it was probably longer than that, uh, if I if I remember correctly, Godfather one is just under three hours and Godfather two is like almost three and a half hours, uh, regardless they um they combined it to do like just this one like continuous um movie, wherein. It's kind of in chronological order, and I think that kind of robs doing that kind of kind of robs some of the um, um, the impact of this movie just because having those parallel stories and just seeing how they diverge um, is very interesting because um, I mean we're talking about about gangsters here we're talking about mafiosos but at the same time um, there's I guess like the sense of nobility almost with with Vito and. The things that he does, he does some terrible things in order to come into power, but in the end, he's doing it all for his family. Meanwhile, Michael, he ostracizes his family in his search for power, and it's almost like he does it all for himself, um, never having learned that the value of family almost from from his father. And so there's a lot of tragedy in that. Um, the movie, like I said, is great. I mean, um, these two movies together are... are just Francis Ford Coppola at his best. Um, the acting in these are great. Um, 
once again, you know, Al Pacino is, is dynamite, as is Diane Keaton, as I mentioned, Robert De Niro is really good in this, uh, John Cazal comes back as well as Fredo, and uh, Fredo is, like, the most pathetic of the Corleones, um, very, uh, very pitiable character, and even more so in this movie, and, and another character that, you know, um, betrays his own family, um, Rob, uh, Diane Keaton's in this, also really great, um, one of, I think, Kay um, is probably one of her her um, greatest characters. Um, as I mentioned, Robert Duvall's in this again, and he's he's really really great to see. And and um, Talia Shire comes back as well. Um, just another really fun um, mafia movie and uh, very influential. Um, a great movie to catch if if you haven't, and especially if if you saw The Godfather and and you enjoyed that. This is definitely more. Um, they really should have stopped here. Um, I know later on they returned to Godfather Part Three, which um, was the first Godfather I saw, and and I must say Godfather Part Three, if that's the first one you see, is actually a pretty good movie. Uh, it's just in comparison with the first two Godfathers, where it really falters. And um, to be perfectly honest, you don't need three. This this is isn't as, this isn't anywhere near as bad as the Terminator, and not that the Terminator is on the same level of these, but yet another series that should have just been. A duology and just left at that um should have never gone to that third movie the other movie that i wanted to touch upon um from 1974 is another crime drama and that is chinatown chinatown is directed by roman polanski um this is probably his second most famous movie after, uh, after rosemary's baby um polanski's probably um he's a problematic figure um on his own right but he He's probably best known uh, for the murder of his wife um, in the Manson murders. Um, but that, I, I'm not really going to dwell on that here. Um, like I said, uh, Chinatown is one of his best movies. And we'll leave it at that as, as, as much as Roman Plan as far as Roman Polanski is concerned. Um, Chinatown is this um, film noir, um, later day film noir take um we have a private detective played by Jack Nicholson, who's um, hired to find the girl, as John Houston literally states this. Um, so he's, trying, he's hired to, f to find Faye Dunaway. And he runs into just a whole bunch of, of corruption. Um, he's caught up in, in murder. There's a lot of... This, this is a movie just based on intrigue. It's um, got this very interesting story. And I think if you haven't seen it, it's best to kind of go in with knowing as little as possible. Um, interestingly enough, there's a um, a sequel to this, The Two Jakes, um, directed by, I think it was directed by Jack Nicholson, uh, at least produced by him, which is terrible. Like, don't, you don't ever need to see that movie. Um, Chinatown, and not that Chinatown even needed a sequel, it, it really kind of um, works on its own. Um, the other interesting thing I mentioned, John Huston's in this acting, not as a director. Um, old man John Houston, and he's, he's really good in this as well. Um, this is also another interesting movie that um, just kind of showing to the things that Jack Nicholson would, is, would, would be willing to do in movies. Like, um, he, in, in the early part of the movie, he gets his nose sliced. So for a, a large part of the movie, he, he's walking around with a big old bandaid on his face, which um, for Hollywood, it's interesting for an actor to do that because a lot of times, you know, like their, their faces, their moneymakers, so they don't want to cover that up um it's something that that um kind of comes up in in superhero movies how they always take their masks off um so it's interesting that that 
Jack Nicholson being as big of a star as he was in the 70s very easily just covered up his face. Thank you for listening, and we'll see you next time.